little time, not, but we got more time than I thought, so that's good. I thought I'd have five minutes. I believe we got a little bit longer. Let's go check yourself out. That's what the message is today. Had several, sticking with it. Been in First Timothy a lot over these last several weeks. And here's Timothy, a young preacher guy that's taking, you know, pretty much he's going to take over the reins of the Apostle Paul. That's crazy. You know what I mean? And he was despised. They didn't like him. You know, and so he had a problem with a lot of people. And so we've been talking about that. Didn't talk about how do you how do you do things. And we learned if you're gonna love people, you're gonna reach people. One message I gave was pray, pray, remember, pray. You ever got a problem with somebody? Pray, 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 remember, pray. You ever known somebody like that in your life? You had to pray. Pray, pray, remember, pray. Because you want to choke them. You know what I'm saying? So that was a good message. Good message. That was straight from the Bible. Today, are you clicking on all cylinders? Instead of making excuses, why don't we try? Yes or no? It's funny. If you've got a vehicle and it's running on seven cylinders instead of eight, it'll run. It'll still run. It'll run rough. And you know what? You probably wouldn't put up with it. You probably know we're going to take the car in. Why? It's taking you from point A to point B. It's not running right. But we put up with crap in our own life. And we put up with not fulfilling the best that we can in our life. And it's not just about you guys. It's about others. It's about other people. They need us. They need us to click on all cylinders. Y'all hear me or not? A lot of people don't come to church aren't coming to Christ because of church people. That's sad, isn't it? Isn't that sad? A lot of people could tell me stories. I don't go to church because of blank. And that blank would probably not be the alcohol and the drugs and the this and that. Probably a lot of those blanks are going to get filled in because of a preacher, because of somebody, a father, a mother who shoved mess down their throat and didn't live it, didn't live it. You hear me or not? A lot of hurdles to cross. And they need us here in our town to click on all cylinders. Okay? We're not talking about perfection, guys. But let's just look at it. Here's the Apostle Paul. We've been looking at the first, first book of you know, first Timothy over the last several weeks. But it's interesting. Today we're going to be in Hebrews 13. But it's interesting. At the end of Hebrews 13, he mentions Timothy. Unusual. So this is a message for him, but for all of us. So are you clicking on all eight cylinders? And we're going to just build the case. It's very simple. It's very simple. You can go to Hebrews 13. So you might wonder, Clark, where'd you get this from? I got it from Hebrews 13. And we're just going to walk through some verses. Almost all of them, but you can pull these eight things out of there. I did. So let's just check it out. Just a little Bible study. Let's see if I can stay on this stool how much longer. I'm doing pretty good. Number one, love people. That's one of the cylinders. Love people. I like people. Well, your, your engine's going to run like crap. And you're not going to have a testimony for the Lord. That's the way I was raised. Well, you weren't. He, but now you've been saved. Born again means something, doesn't it? Say. So, love people. Look at verse 1. Say it with me. Let brotherly love continue. That's it. 
Love people. That's one of the cylinders. Love people. Whatever that means. Love is kind. You got whole, all of 1 Corinthians. You can look at it. Amen? Love forgives. Okay? Love does. Love gives. It does a lot. Let it continue. That's a cylinder. Yes or no? Well, I just hate them. It's not allowed. The engine won't run right. Can't do it. Amen. Say, yeah, but you don't understand. Doesn't matter. You're not going to run right. You're the worse off for it, and the people around you are worse off because of it. This is running on all cylinders. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, who can help us get over mess. He can come alongside. The Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the one who comes alongside, can help us through whatever it is, keeping us from loving. We have to do it. There's no option here. It's verse 1. Number 2. Show hospitality to strangers. This isn't my list. I ain't smart enough to write this stuff up. Verse number 2. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers. For thereby some have entertained what? Angels unaware. What's What's another cylinder we should click on? Don't just hang out with your friends. Don't just say hello to your family. What are you doing? Did Jesus call us to go into all the world and teach and preach the gospel or not? Yes or no? Did he say, let your light so shine just above and peel? No, he said, put it on a hill. Amen. So that's number two. When you are showing hospitality to a neighbor, to a friend, to somebody that you don't even know, when you say hello to people, when you go into the McDonald's like I do, when you go to different restaurants around town, you don't just give me a table and you walk with your head down. What are you doing? We're hospitable. Say that. We're what? Southerners have been known for a long time by being hospitable folk. Now, Southerners don't have it all down. That's for sure. We understand that. But one thing that we were taught, you be hospitable. Do you, if, if the other night... I knocked at a neighbor's house, a door in Carolina. Mitch and I took a little road trip together, just my son and I. The first time we've done that in many, many years. It was beautiful. We didn't fight one time. It was amazing. Either he's grown up or I have. Somebody has. But it was beautiful. And the point is, I said, I want you to go meet this neighbor. And I walked over there and I knocked on the door. About 4.30. And they eat early. I didn't know, but they eat early. Because they get up early. You understand? And so they come to the door. Hey, how you doing, preacher? And I chatted with him. And you know first words out of his mouth. We just sat down for supper. We got pork roast, mashed potatoes. Why don't y'all come on in and we'll have you, you can have dinner with us. You know they want enough. They want enough, really. She had made enough for the family. They were willing. They were willing to take less Because we mattered. Do you see how hospitality works? Yes or no? Say. Well, i got to have my peace first. And so many Christians are like that. Push to the front of the line. You're crazy people. And nobody likes it. And people see it. Y'all hear me or not? 
I have a really bad memory, a bad memory in my life. It's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's before my mother was murdered. We would go home. And there's the memory. And I've got a picture in the message how mama made it. I, it's a message I preached a lot of places. It is a picture I put up of my stepfather who shot my mother. He's sitting by himself. The table's set, but he's sitting by himself at the table eating. That's disgraceful. And if you do that, you're disgraceful. I know I'm hard on us today, ain't I? It's not right. We're having Thanksgiving, but you're going to eat your food first right there. And my mama, because I didn't know she'd probably been beating everything, it was easier for her to go ahead and put his food down while the rest of us are out there talking and having Thanksgiving like we do before you all come together and say your prayer and have your Thanksgiving meal. Y'all know how it works, don't you say? We don't even a Thanksgiving class here today, do we? But I can see him sitting there. And it didn't anger me at the time. Whatever, Mama, it's okay. If I could keep peace for Mama, it was okay, right? But guys, we're children of God. Say that. We're what? Y'all getting adrift? Good. Number three. Eight cylinders. Now, here's the good news. I hope that so far, many of you are doing, I'm doing pretty good. It's not to put yourself up and make you proud, but it's to say, thank you, Lord. Somewhere along the way, I got it. Amen. Look at this one. Remember the ill-treated. Remember them that are in bonds. As bound with them. Now, this is really talking, quite frankly, it's people that have been wronged. Christians were being imprisoned because of their faith. Because of their faith in Jesus, they were being led away like dogs in chains into the slaughter. He says, remember those. So that's why I put remember the ill-treated. Remember people that aren't being treated right. My daughter works for Center for Abuse and Rape. I could not be prouder of my daughter who works with people. She called me the other day, just had that cracking voice, that cracking voice. And she called me and was telling me about a girl that just left. But she's remembering the ill-treated. Somebody that's gone through something that no one should ever have to go through. Yes or no? We need to remember the ill-treated. Those that suffer adversity. Some of your women friends, ladies, who are in marriages that are horrible. Amen? Guys as well. Guys whose wives has really hurt the husband. Things that have gone on. Who knows? Amen. Family crises. We can, we can remember. People don't deserve some of the things they go through. It's not about deserving or not deserving. It's about are we going to love them and remember them and help them? Yes or no? Are you hearing the cylinders click and say? If it was a three-cylinder, it would be pretty good right now. But there's Eight. Go ahead, and being yourselves also in the body. We're in that same body, guys. We're in the body of Christ. Number four, look at this one. This is another cylinder. I didn't write it. Think about our country today. Marriage doesn't matter. It doesn't matter in the church. Christian marriages last no longer than uh, non-Christian marriages. What are we going to do? Are we going to say marriage matters or not? Can you say it with me on the count of three? One, two, three. Marriage 
matters. And it's a testimony to the world. We think, oh no, I'll just, well, it doesn't matter, y'all. We y'all happy. Are we ever going to take and, and, and live for the Lord and do what God says? Sometimes we think that, you know, well, you know, you said love them, and I'll, I'm not saying be hateful, but I'm trying to say when we think marriage doesn't matter, then, then neither does Christ and the church, because that's a picture of marriage. Be careful what you say doesn't matter anymore. We're to love our wife like Christ loved the church. We are called the blank of Christ, the what? The bride of Christ. See, it says marriageable is what? It's honorable. And the bed undefiled. And I get in trouble when I say this. But listen, if you're married, have all the fun you can have. In that bed or whatever. Because you married. Do you hear me or not say? Absolutely. No, no, I'm married. It's honorable. It's honorable for me to love Kim. That's an honorable thing. It's the right thing. And for her to love me, that's a good thing. And it's honorable. Oh, it's dirty. It is not. It's right and it's honorable. See the difference in your cylinders? Yes or no? But whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. Be careful what you rubber stamp. Because you think you're doing people a favor. I'm not saying judge them, get in their face. That's where number one, two, and three come in. But be careful when you just, you know, nullify God's Word because you're also nullifying your testimony and the Spirit's influence in people's lives and people coming to Christ. This is a big deal, man. You hear me or not? You matter. So practice one, two, and three on your what? Love them. Okay? Be hospitable to them. Treat them good. And number three, when they're hurting, you're there to help them. Yes or no? Isn't that great for our, for our, for our wives and husbands? Yes or no? We're not done, but you're halfway home. How you doing? It's nice having the band in it. They're so nice. And then I come out. Like, where did he come from? Rockingham. Here we go. Number five, you're going to see a couple of these are going to throw you for a loop. Number five, here's a cylinder. Be content with what you have. Did you know people, the crowd out here, the world, Inglewood, Venice, Port Charlotte, they know if you're not content? You're giving off a testimony. I'll, I'll give them a track and maybe they'll come to Jesus. How about let them see your gratitude and your thankfulness and your, and your, your spirit of, uh, that you're appreciative for things like that? Maybe that's better than that track. Because they're going to take the track and wad it up and throw it in the trash. And going to say, that person's just never grateful. They're selfish. And they say they know Jesus. Look at the verse. Let your conversation be without what? How much of our talk is about the stuff we want or the stuff we have? The bragging. Had a young businessman yesterday. Here's what he told me. I'm going to tell you. He said, and I won't give you the community. He said, but a lot of the people from this particular community, the uppity-ups the run that are running the community, they all are the same way. They're all telling you how, what they have, what they've done. And he says, I can't stand it. He said, but I keep working there because, you know, it's, it's jobs and I need to do it. But it's really turned him off. A young businessman is turned off by the leaders, the leaders in this particular community. Do you hear me or not? 
Did you know it's a real turn-on when people are kind and gracious and they're thankful and they're appreciative? Did you know it's a big turn-on? You know that? Thank you. Did you know that, yes or no? Did you know you're saying thank you can make some little girl's day at the cash register? All you said was thank you. You know, I usually do this. Thank you, sweetie. Appreciate And did you know you can even follow it up with appreciate you? You mean you can get two in at one try? You can get two in at one try. Amen. Yes or no? Are y'all understanding the Bible? Is this too tough for us? Let your conversation be without covetous. Be content with such things as you have. For he said this. Say it with me. I'll I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I got the same old car. Yeah, but you still got him, fool. He's with you. We put stuff over him. And people see it. Do you know Jesus? No, all I know is you are not grateful. Amen. Good stuff. That's a cylinder. How are you doing so far? It's not meant to beat you up today. This is how we make it. What happens when you've got a different government and they're doing things that you don't necessarily agree with and like? Here's what you do. You let your light shine for Jesus. You don't hide in a corner. You don't quit. Do you hear me or not? This is where we live. We don't live in Washington, D.C., thank God. You can quote me. That ought to be on a T-shirt. The only people that wouldn't like it is about 90% of Washington, D.C., but everybody else in America would love it. Here we go. Did you know here's another one? Look at this one. I didn't write this. Look at the next one. Verse 7. Remember your pastor. You mean, you mean that's part of my light, Gary? That's part of me running on all cylinders? Did you know when you bad-mouth me in town, did you know you just do great damage to our church? And your friends that bad-mouth me, I wish some of you would get the guts one day to go right through their face and say, you need to just shut your mouth because you're not helping the cause of Christ in our town. And not, I don't think a lot of people do this about me, and it's not about me, guys. I think we do great here. I think we do great here. I feel very loved here. Very. Y'all know that, yes or no? You know how I feel? You know how I feel. I feel very loved. I don't lay at home at night and go, oh, my, those three, those four people don't love me. You know, I can't look that way. I'm not like that at all. I give you freedom. There's two, four, six, eight, ten doors out of here. I would rather you not be here than badmouth me or our church and go where you can find a church where you don't have to have that as one of your cylinders. It's just not good. Remember them which have the rule over you. This doesn't mean the authority. Like talk, look at it. Who have spoken unto you the what? The word of God. Whose faith what? Am I perfect? No. But I hope that you can follow me, especially in this message. I hope you can say, well, I'll tell you one thing. Clark, he tries to hit on all cylinders. Okay? Because I try to hit on all cylinders. The Bible says whatever you do, do with all your might or your strength. Whether, whether you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of who? Well, Lord, I took that serious. That's why I eat out a lot. It's a truth, man. Remember those who have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their what? That means consider what, what your pastor says. And if you're here visiting today, and that's why I don't put up with it. I don't put up with you coming to me talking about another pastor. 
Here's my question. What good is it? You're here. This happened to me back home up whenever, whenever, now. Now what? It doesn't do any good, but it's some people. And I know a few in this church, it's one of your favorite topics. And there are a few of you. There's a few of you. It's your favorite topic to talk about church slop. So therefore, you are sloppy. It's not good. It's not good. Get a light. Can you say that one, two, three? Get a what? Crazy. It's just a good thing to remember. Amen. That's a cylinder. And I think, by and large, we do pretty well. I got two more to go. Two more. Come on. Go. Please. I've already, oh, I've done it. I'm done. I'm gone. I'm done. I'm on. When I say go, let's go, buddy. We're done. Number seven. Number seven. Here's another cylinder. Receive and follow true doctrine. True doctrine that is taught. Did you know when you buy into this stuff on TV so many times, they're Christian preachers so-called, did you know the world out there is a lot smarter than you are? They've already picked that. They've already picked out that these people are charlatans. And you're sticking up for some people, I'm telling you right now, that your pastor knows are charlatans. And you're not going to see your friends come to Christ because they see that you're a little kooky. Because you're not sticking to true doctrine. Be not carried about with divers and strange doctrines. I've had people come to my office and say the kookiest things. Kooky! I'm going to tell you right now, the world's a lot smarter than you are. And they'll see right through it, man. You better be careful. Why don't you stay with something that's solid? Can you say solid? For it's a good thing that the heart be established with what? Is grace solid? Oh, that's solid. Not with meats. What does that mean? Adding anything to grace. Which have not profited them that have been occupied. A lot of people add this. They add this. They add this. They add this. They add this. Listen, that's not sound. A good cylinder is, I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. I'm saved. I can't get to heaven without Him. A good solid doctrine is this. I'm going to love, I'm going to love Jesus and I'm going to love people. That's good solid doctrine. There's a great solid doctrine, a lot of solid doctrine. But try not to be carried with cuckoo stuff. Last cylinder. Continually offer praise to the Lord. Look at this one. We're done. By him, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our what? Continually giving him what? Thanks to his name. Roger, can we see all of them? Because it's, it's right on time to go, buddy. See if you can go ahead and let me see all of them. So check yourself out. They weren't that hard to remember, were they? How many with a show of hands? Let's just be good. Let, let's, be, let's, take a little, let's take a little poll right quick. How many would say, I'm doing pretty good on at least half of them? Let me see some hands. About half of them. You see how I did you right there? I didn't say all eight. You know, ain't I nice? I'm being hospitable. Do you need a tune-up, guys? I'd say most of us can learn a little today, don't you? Most of us can learn a little. It's just Hebrews 13. God says he'll never leave nor forsake me. I wasn't going to do all these, but I boldly say the Lord's my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Just some scriptures. Jesus Christ, he's the same yesterday, today, forever. He needs us to be consistent, guys. This is who we are. For here we have uh, no continuing city. This isn't, our, this isn't our final destination. Heaven is. We're taking people with us. And they need us to click on all cylinders if they're going to go get on the bus with us. Otherwise, they're going to be broke down somewhere. 
All right? So how are you running today? How are you running? Do you love people? Do you reach out to people other than just your friends? It's all right to answer it. Good. Do you care for the hurting and the wounded? Good. How's your marriage? How's your marriage and what's your view of marriage? If you're not married, what's your view of marriage? It's it's important. Is it honorable still? Are you content with what you have? Do you respect and honor your pastor? (laughs) Are you... By the way, the band thought I was a little weird. Which they see a lot of pastors, so that's a badge of honor. Here we go. Are you following true biblical teaching? Do you praise the Lord continually? Let's thank the Lord for His Word. We're done. That was a good message. Good message. Good message. Amen.